0: See, I always thought it was best not to appeal to the black Jewish demographic, but... Welcome to Push the Shot Podcast, episode 104. Got video game to talk about, or I have video game game. singular to talk about. I have singular video game that I've talked about a lot already. We're doomed. We're doomed. Yeah. You got only one, too? I was hoping
1: that you had maybe a couple...
0: What would I what else would I be playing? Well there's a there's a lot of cool
1: stuff. Like, what out do you right now? what
0: do you expect? Well fuck it though. Like I, mean, I know okay. if Horizon came out, um Near Near Automata for PS four came out and all that considered still Are you waiting for the PC you'd be crazy if you'd bet on me playing anything else. Yeah, I am waiting for PC. I've you know, I was I am really excited for the game. But one, I'm playing Breath of the Wild now. It's kind of nice to have that little gap in between. I might be finishing up the main story around that time yeah. and be ready for a new game. Uh, and also, like, I was excited to the point where if they were delaying it months, I wouldn't have hesitated to get it on PS4, even though I would much rather have it on PC. Something like that, I would prefer not to have spoiled in See, general, I'm just because the story is a big part the of the PC
1: either. Because like, really? I, I, well, the game looks great and I I really want to play it, but uh but I'm not dying or anything, and, I, you know, it can wait.
0: I just thought the story in the first one was so cool, and that, with the presentation of everything I've seen so far, I, I really don't really want to have... Things. Okay, that, that's good. That's yeah. good to hear. I've been avoiding um, any kind of discussion platform for this kind of thing, because I really just don't want to know. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for that game. I will play that. But...
1: well. I haven't, been, I haven't gotten any new been games. I haven't played Breath of the Wild. I didn't end up getting a Wii U. I'm still just what like really on the do? fence. I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: How are you uh, going to play Zelda?
1: I really want a Wii U and Mario Party and Zelda. That's that's what I want in my life. I just haven't really Mario Party, what looked was for it right now. Mario
0: Party 10 was on Not Wii Not Mario right? Party,
1: sorry. Wow, why would I want Mario Party? No, Mario Maker.
0: Oh yeah, no, Mario, Mario Maker. Party.
1: Jesus Christ! I
0: bet you they got to port that to Switch. They got I to. Maybe not Switch that, version, version. And some I think that's part version, of like what's people. keeping
1: me like what's part of part of what's keeping me from getting the Wii U is that I know that a bunch of cool shit's gonna come out on the Switch, and I'm gonna want that, but I'm not gonna buy one, and then I'll be missing out. And so I could just go ahead and get a Switch, and then not miss out on all the cool stuff. Because yeah, you're right. I, they have to make another Mario Maker because Mario Maker's awesome.
0: Um,, oh shit, and that know. like I don't know, uh the joy con are pretty cool as little tiny, barely functional n e s controller layout things. uh I played a little bit of snipper clips with some friends over the weekend, and it's a stupid ass game. <laughs> it costs twenty dollars it's saw really not even worth of that, that game,
1: it actually looks kind of fun.
0: it is fun though, yeah. yeah. There were stupid little challenges, and we were yelling at each other to, like, you need to crouch down, and yeah. then I'll clip you, and then... no, Did you ever play... You stand uh... on my head, you stand on my head, not the other way around, listen did up!
1: You, did you ever play uh, Portal 2 multiplayer?
0: Yeah, yeah, it reminded where, me of that, that's, except... That's what it seemed like. More, like, caged in, <laughs> and, like, tense and chaotic. Yeah. Um it's. It was fun. I'll, I'll probably never play it again. Sure. I'm. I'm never clicking well, on see, that's that icon with on right my now. home it's, screen ever again. Other but than
1: Zelda. It seems like every single thing on that is. Oh, it was cool, and then I never will play it again. You know, one two switch. Yeah, that's yeah. all that is. That arms and that, game. that though
0: is a fifty dollar game. I
1: know. I, I don't know. I still. That's everyone's saying it, and everyone's right. That I, there's no reason for them not to pack that in with the console. It's insane. But uh.
0: Because it's so. Stupid!
1: It is. I, I I don't understand. Like, Wii Sports is what sold the Wii, so I don't know why they would be yeah. selling Switch to Switch separately when it clearly kind of has that same appeal. I,
0: <laughs> I guess maybe that's why that it's not enough to sell it. They don't have anything besides Breath of the Wild that can really sell the but system, and the that Wild they don't because want it's to coming get coming
1: out, out on the Wii U, it too, it means that people aren't going to buy the console for it. It just doesn't make sense.
0: People uh, do, though, because yes. the Wii U is kind of off people's radar entirely. Absolutely. And, they're like, oh, and a lot okay, of people skipped it. Here's the actually good Nintendo thing. This yeah. is when I'll get it.
1: But still, pack it in with 1-2-Switch, and suddenly it becomes a much more appealing family well, yeah, package. Yeah. Uh, also I just want something holiday. to try out the
0: HD rumble thing. When that guy showed the ice clinking around in the glass, I was thinking it probably doesn't feel like that. I, I, I want to I mean, see I've what heard, it's like, though.
1: I've heard that it works, you know?
0: Well, I, like, I felt it in Breath of the Wild, but because it's not made for Switch, yeah. it's hard to tell. And it really just feels like very uh, precise levels of rumble. I mean, that's that can, what it like, is. fade up and down quickly, and it feels kind of cool, like... It's good rumble, but I haven't seen anything specifically applying it. And one of the one two switch
1: games is like you roll balls around in a box. I saw that,
0: yeah, on YouTube. And like, some people playing that, and
1: yeah, and people say, you know, yeah, you can you can count the balls, but like
0: that's my favorite activity.
1: Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, we
0: like to have fun here.
1: I I just think I if I were Nintendo, first of all, I would have waited till the holidays. Good. Because you're selling a console, and it, the kind of Maybe console they're selling is a family thing. Sale. And so it's like, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. Is like, this can be an easy Christmas buy for a family. And pack in one new Switch with it, and it's a good deal. I don't know. I, you're right. It could still, I mean, the I holidays think, will probably still be good for the Switch, especially when more stuff is coming out. But
0: I, I think the easy holiday buy, and this, I think this is what they did, the early adopters who are crazy for wanting to play Zelda, they'll go out and get it in March. And they'll get whatever stuff comes out on the eShop and all in between. In the meantime, the little kitties, they're hearing about the Switch. More than their friends are getting the Switch. And then Mario comes out. And then that's when the holiday rolls around. And that's when it's an even easier selling. You get the bundle, you get the Mario, you get a memory card, two controllers for the fam, the whole fam crammed in the van playing the Switch listening to jams
1: (laughs) you're right you're right i that i mean consoles shouldn't rely on their their launch period to to, for their big sales so you're you you are right i i just um i just i'm still caught up on one two switch not being bundled with it that just seems like an insane thing to me
0: oh yeah because it's Uh, it's like air it's nothing yeah and,
1: and i've heard that like i've heard that the the cartridge idea is cool and everything, but I've heard that that's part of why games are so expensive on the Switch is because the cartridge is kind of a high, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, base cost where you can't develop $20 games because the cartridge will be half the price of the game. So,
0: But at least you have the eShop to compensate for it. And gotta get a memory I'm card, really though. happy. Well, that's the thing. I'm super happy that that's the way this works. It's not a built-in thing. It would be really disappointing if that was the case. You can get a uh, 500 gig SD card, yeah. and you're and gonna just need one. Slap it in, and e-shop. you'll ne- well, you won't because these Nintendo games they aren't 4K, 60 fps. Yeah, but in Zelda they, already, like it only has like 32 I think gigs it's less in the
1: than... console, and uh, so you can only put like one game on the thing.
0: Still, Breath of the Wild is probably one of the biggest games. Memory-wise, that can be on something like the Switch. I think simpler games are going to be a lot lighter, um, and and storage is just so cheap. And even if it's a well, matter of thing. okay, storage I'll install, I'll install like fifty games on this SD card. That's already better than multiple cheap cartridges. Fifty yeah. cheap cartridges. So either way, I'm happy with
1: it. As long as they don't go the Vita route and have a separate memory system that costs like $90 for 8 gigs. Have you seen the price of, of the Vita memory cards? It's uh, absolutely no. insane. Because they, Sony insists on using their own... Yeah, Sony oh, insists great. on using their own like, That's awesome. system. That's And so you That's have to real... buy Sony memory cards and they're terribly overpriced. And uh, yeah, complete disaster. But... uh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll just fucking bite the bullet and get a Switch. But but then I just I, I think ahead 1 month I'll be happier. and I'm playing Persona 5 and I have, you know, I have to set aside like what, 100 hours for that game probably. So maybe now's just not even the time for me. Maybe I just wait.
0: I don't know, man.
1: I think I've been pretty good about avoiding Zelda spoilers except for some cool little gameplay things that have been shown on on Twitter and stuff. It can wait.
0: I guess I so, know, but it's it's the hot it's the hotness. You have missed. I already the missed hotness. the hotness. The yeah. hotness came and it's leaving you behind. It went.
1: So so whatever. It, it ain't I, I went. I can't afford to wait. It, it ain't. It went. went. It went. The hotness nah. went.
0: Nah, man. The hotness. <laughs> it went. The hotness. <laughs> I'm playing that. The nice. hotness went, and I know that I'm...
1: because yesterday the thing. On my Twitter timeline was that people want to fuck the shark from Zelda, and right when right when you get to the point where you're fucking virtual animals in the video game, it's it's already you're past the hotness.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> the hotness is um, alive and well. I can vouch for this myself. I've been just nonstop Breath of the Wild. That's the only game I've played. I haven't even touched anything else. Um, haven't even like watched anything on Netflix or nothing. Like every moment of my free like time that I would just piss away watching YouTube videos or Netflix or something. It's all Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's one of those games where it's. I think about it just kind of That's randomly during says. the day. It's like they, yeah. they
1: think about it constantly. It's like it's kind uh, amazing.
0: I, I kind of just I don't even know what what I'm thinking about when I think about the game, but just running through a a field or (laughs) gliding down from a tall place or the stamina bar or or climbing or something like little simple things like that because the basic stuff you do is so fun and then everything you find is so interesting Uh, i i don't want to spoil it because you're gonna play it yeah i'll definitely i don't just want to talk about the stuff I've done, but yeah, and I've I've, just, I've heard some I'm,
1: spoiler stuff, kind of where it's like, okay, wow, that's some really cool ideas that really change up the Zelda formula and everything, and and I'm excited to play it. I, I just think it can wait a little while.
0: I'm, I think I am, main story wise, and I'm definitely doing, maybe not all, but most of the side content in this game. It main story wise, I think I'm a little over halfway through. Oh wow. How much um, have you sports, been playing? A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot. Like how many hours do you But I've you put been doing the um point? the dungeons, the three or like the four big ones hours wise? I don't know. I'm not really sure. But a lot. <laughs> um Anyway. Oh fuck. Oh You made me you <clears throat> you you killed me. <clears throat> I'm dead in my tracks. Fuck, you gotta save me. What were we
1: I am astonished at the at the amount of content in that game from the sounds of it is like actual RPG, big RPG levels of content.
0: Thank God I remembered. Go ahead. I'm that far in the game, and I found out just last night that I missed like an important NPC that's like one of the main upgrade things in the game. I missed that extremely early on, and just <laughs> never met him and then i was I revisited an early area of the game yesterday, and I found this guy, and I was just I was blown away that's cool was that in that the that game, can and I didn't see it because instead of following the road, I climbed up the mountain and i like that's how I got to my destination, so I just never met the the guy, and the game was okay with that
1: yeah, that's cool yeah
0: i, yeah, I, I it's really good. It's people so been,
1: good. People have been talking about how speedrunning is going to be really interesting with this game, like because of all the different mechanics, you can figure out so many different ways to to get through it. And it's like clearly built so that technically it should be possible to beat very quickly because the whole world's just open to you, and you can just go to the final boss. But uh yeah, you
0: could you could beeline. I mean, maybe you won't you won't go to the final boss with like a Boko club because it'll break. And people doing no Dark weapon. Souls. Oh, well, you, you need can't a weapon? Because it'll break. Well, you, I, bet exactly, I bet people
1: will figure something the out, The weapons man.
0: aren't random. There are specific right. weapons that you find in specific shrines. So okay. you can plot out a route. Like, this is where I'll get my weapon, and this is where I'll get my shield, and then I'll farm a couple arrows here, and I'll yeah. cheese through this path. And, like, it, it'll be a route planning thing. And the, the routes will be open because... You can choose to get to these open. objectives and in different ways. It's that, That's mm. really
1: cool. It seems like a game that's meant to be cheesed, and that's fun, and just... I, I Yeah, it looks really cool. I, I, I watched... Last week, I watched... Uh, I mentioned this, I think, last week on the podcast. Um, the Danny O'Dwyer documentary YouTube channel called No Clip. Um, he's done one on, like, the mystery of old games. Like, how old games used to have that mysterious... Uh, kind of every game had little had rumors and secrets and stuff yeah, that yeah. weren't always just instantly spoiled by the internet and so you would go to school and you would talk about it with your friends and 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 people would spread these rumors that weren't at all true about the game or rumors that people didn't think were true but then were and glitches were like a really big deal if you found one and that kind of thing and uh and that's that's what Zelda seems to be all about this year is is those that sense of mystery and 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 revelation and feeling like you're actually exploring the game, that's so cool. Um,
0: your discoveries fine feel like they're yours. Yeah. That when you find things, it's because you wanted to, and then you have your own story that you're following because
1: the game is open enough that, like, for mm-hmm. example, you missing a main NPC, like the, the the fact that that's even possible is not very common in games today and uh that's really and neat. even
0: literally like um you find these little memories little flashbacks to Zelda um like little scenes of dialogue and there's like they're scattered around and you can find them in any order because they're just around the environment yeah and that's like how you consume if you care beyond just the stuff you're doing in the story that's where most of like the voice acted content is so you're gonna experience the story what's there also in a completely non-linear order yeah so Someone in chat, find the stuff
1: someone in chat mentioned the witness and that's exactly what i've been thinking about is the witness is the last game that i played that had that sense of actually uncovering the game for yourself and finding out things and kind of being like oh oh my god and uh, obviously a completely different kind of game from Zelda, but that's the first thing I thought of when I started watching the Zelda gameplay and like how they've structured that open world was like, this lets the player do what they want in the same way that The Witness did. Um, it's weird that they're so different games, but that is that is definitely the first game that comes to mind when I think of Zelda. Um, but hard to explain to someone who hasn't fucking played The Witness yet. Maybe you'll get around to it this
0: yeah, year. Yeah, I got to. Um... It's so
1: good. I, I I know the puzzles don't seem interesting and stuff but just trust me it's good.
0: I I've heard that from many people and yeah. I really do believe it.
1: And I don't um, want to I don't want to make it out to be something more than just those puzzles because really it isn't much more than just those puzzles but <laughs> those puzzles are way better than they seem and just everything about it the way that those puzzles are contextualized is really important and interesting and just whatever. We've talked about that till I was, you know, out of breath. But uh yeah, I haven't I haven't been playing anything new. I I, I have one thing I, I played obviously obviously more DCS, my flight sim, flying the Mig twenty one, and for the first time ever, I got a multiplayer air to air kill. I, I I shot someone down, and it was a really 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 good feeling. And I and then the next day I joined another server and did it again.
0: Ooh. I was two for
1: zero. Shot two people down without getting shot down, and I was really happy about that. And ever since then, I've been struggling a little bit more. But but yeah, it was really exciting. The first one was an F-15, too, which is like, we're talking like second generation fighter from the Cold War era to fourth generation fighter from like the modern day era. They're way overpowered in comparison to what I'm flying. And I snuck up behind him. He never knew I was there. Shot him down. Felt really good.
0: That's some ace combat shit.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. I felt like an ace. I was really, really excited. I did it on stream too. I just decided I was going to stream. And then were you I'd, in your I'd vibe my first kill? When you did Hell this? yeah, I'm always in my vibe. Nice. The thing is, like with that game, like you almost have to be. If you don't have head tracking, you can't really play that game the way that it, it should be played. Because like, like so, I'm sitting in my Vive in the cockpit, and there's switches and stuff on the left and the right, which I need to access sometimes, but like not during combat or anything but Mm -hmm. like if I take off like my flaps are all the way down here and my landing gear's over here and you actually have to like if you don't keep use keybinds and stuff for it you have to actually like find that stuff and click on it and so I'm actually like looking around in the cockpit and, and controlling that stuff but then like during combat you have to be able to really easily glance at your instruments and especially your radar which is like way down like belly height like down on the instrument panel. So I'm constantly like I'm looking out the front windshield and then I have to kinda of get down here and look at the radar. And oh. if you weren't if you don't have head tracking, you're just fucked. You can't look at the radar while you're looking outside. And you'll you'll either crash because you're looking down here and you can't see out the fucking where you're going or anything. Or you'll just it's it takes too long to like use a, a thumbstick or something to to right. to move your camera around. Um so yeah, head tracking is like totally necessary and the vibe is really awesome there's the only drawback is that the resolution's so low that it's hard to see planes because you're usually fighting at such a long distance that you're basically out of visual range to begin with but even if you get within visual range and they're hard to see hard to identify that kind of thing but uh it's worth it it's 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 i cannot emphasize how cool it is to actually like sit in a cockpit and and fly that thing it's so much fun um but yeah, that's that's the only thing I've done video game wise really, I think. Um I finished up that I was talking about that O.J. Simpson American Crime the story The People
0: versus O.J. Simpson, which I don't
1: know if I mentioned it. No, not The People versus O.J. Simpson. I think that's a different oh, thing.
0: Maybe it's not. I thought that was the HBO one. Oh no, it might
1: No, there's not... the CNN one. Is there an HBO one? No, there's an ESPN one. That one's the good one.
0: Right. And then the CNN one's the shitty one.
1: I don't know about CNN. This is the FX one. <laughs> What? There's only two Wait. that I that I've seen. The ESPN1, which is a six-part documentary. Um, oh, yeah, it is an
0: FX show, okay. And then yeah.
1: there's the FX, yeah, show which is a dramatization which I found out was made by the same people who made uh, American Horror Story, which explains a lot. Like this is kind of an, a spin-off from that, but that was obviously completely fictional. Because it's filmed no, like okay. a, a soap opera, and American Horror Story is kind of filmed that way too, and that kind of explained a lot, but it doesn't really excuse how weird it is.
0: American Crime Story: The People vs. the Simpson. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah. And um, so I finished it. I don't know why I just kept watching it, even though I wasn't really enjoying it that much. But once it got to the trial stuff, it was a lot better because, like, the over-dramatic camera and all that stuff makes a lot more sense in a courtroom setting where everything really is that dramatic but um, every time they leave the courtroom it's just bad it's really bad and they have like the, the jury is just full of people who, like listen, people in real life a jury of your peers is going to be a bunch of stupid people it's it's normal yeah. average everyday people who are on the, on the large part, let's face on it, stupid and uh, they write them in the show in a way that is unrealistically stupid and annoying and I don't know. I don't recommend that show. Watch the ESPN documentary. But I did finish it, and it did get better because of the courtroom stuff. And Johnny Cochran, the guy who plays Johnny Cochran, is really good, but he's like the only good part of the show. Um,
0: so. has OJ? Does he match the I don't acting chops like of real life OJ?
1: I don't like OJ at all. I don't like the way the actor portrays it. He just doesn't seem like OJ as a personality, and like this is integral to the story because this is part of like why people theorize he was able to, to basically get away with it. Is His personality is, like, super likable and chill and cool. And the actor is... Obviously, like, most of the time he's behind closed doors. People say he acted differently behind closed doors and everything. But, like, the actor just doesn't seem... I don't... It doesn't look like O.J. It doesn't act like O.J. It, just does, it seems like a completely different character to me. But, whatever.
0: If it don't look like O.J., smell then like you, O.J. Then
1: you must acquit.
0: Or quack... They, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> acquit the duck.
1: Uh What else did I do? I watched finding dory because it came Why? on netflix it was on netflix and it was like four in the afternoon and i was like i guess i'll watch this
0: you, see, you could have been playing breath of the wild but instead yeah and it would have been a much better use cartoon. of my time because
1: it is a baby cartoon i love <laughs> pixar i love 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 pixar but they're just not what they were and it's a sequel no, it's, it's it's the worst thing to expect from a sequel too which is like just the same movie again but without any of, like, what made that original movie so great, is, like, it's just...
0: Is, is it really, like, just rehashing that, the same...
1: but it is point. the same story. Just with Dory, oh. she's the one that gets lost, and they have to go find her, but it's, like, the same story, basically. And uh, it just... I, it's funny. Maybe... It's cute, and it's funny. It's legitimately, like, I got a lot of laughs out of it and everything, but, uh... But Finding Nemo was, like, a magical film. Like, the the, yeah. the atmosphere they created under the ocean and everything was like just so well done, and and it was it was really beautiful. And Finding Dory is just like really clinical it by was, comparison. Like it feels like a DreamWorks movie. Yeah.
0: It's it's Finding Nemo was simple. You got a good core to it. There's a daddy fish and a baby mm-hmm. fish and a baby fish runs away but then he gets lost and then there's a quirky side character a sidekick who uh is funny that yeah that doesn't make a great it's main a simple, character by the way simple appealing kids movie yeah right when you make that the main character and you the core is now the side but you're doing the same plot premise and, and an
1: important thing to have which is
0: what I heard it is the important thing and, to
1: have in a good kids movie is a uh character arc you know the character has to learn something you know it teaches you a lesson in a way and finding nemo you know you had that that father-child relationship where they both learn something about themselves and about each other through their experience basic plot that's how you build a plot finding dory doesn't nobody learns anything in finding dory nobody learns anything it just the stuff just happens and that's it so I don't know. I don't have much to say about it, but aside I, I'm just from so disappointed like action, action movies, what it
0: was, aside from like action movies and pornography, basically every movie should be trying to do what you just described, <laughs> which is have the characters learn something or change in some way. Yeah. Uh, like I wouldn't expect that necessarily out of John Wick Two. <laughs> um, I I kind of expect him to be John Wick at the end. Yeah. As at the, as well as the beginning, but. Um, any movie should try to be, have a basic story
1: yeah I, I mean like i i am I'm, I'm trashing on it harder than it deserves just because the bar is set so high for Pixar movies but um yeah, it feels like a DreamWorks movie. Which so so like if you're going in, that's to rough. It with any, that, that is harsh. No, it's harsh in my mind. Like, like that's <laughs> a pretty big insult. And and if you go into it just expecting like, oh, I just want a movie that's cute and will make me laugh, then perfect. It's the best film possible for that. But uh, best
0: film of all time. Yes,
1: but uh, if you're expecting the magic of Disney Pixar, forget about it.
0: I was watching some video. I don't remember who made it but they mentioned like the visual style that i think was a video about moana fuck who made that anyway somebody made a video about moana the new disney like whatever cell block moana it's like a hawaiian girl on an island
1: is it moana moana or moana it's
0: it's definitely moana okay you fucking bitch. <laughs> but whatever cell block at white guy that pushed out Frozen and Big Hero Six and Tangled, whatever um Secret Division is doing that, that this is their movie now. Um mm-hmm. uh, Moana. And they the YouTube guy mentioned the visuals in these movies, how unlike Pixar movies where they're kind of like real settings with stuff everywhere and they feel like actual places. These movies, everything is just so weird and clinical and but they're
1: more cheaply made. I think that I just don't think they, they have are. the budget to, to make right. that kind of detail. Um,
0: right. They are more cheaply made and it, it's, it shows like yeah. it, even not just the budget, like the style, everything is kind of, um, perfect and like the, perfect the thing that i always cartoon. noticed and it's
1: been pointed out it's become kind of a meme is the uh, dreamworks face the classic dreamworks yeah. face of the like the half open mouth and eyes and just like that kind of encapsulates like their whole attitude of just like well we've got a face that works so use it you know forget about actual style use that mug it's like it's like the family guy approach of animation of just like oh well we, this will work and this is what we do and Harsh, stick to stick to what we know. <laughs> yeah, now I'm mean, <laughs> throwing out the shade on uh, DreamWorks by comparing the fucking family Is <laughs>
0: Finding Dory the new family guy?
1: <laughs> well, for, I mean, the Finding Dory at least did have... Find
0: out at 11 after the Cleveland show.
1: Finding Dory had some good detail in it, but it still didn't feel like a Pixar... It felt like... It really did feel like DreamWorks. Like, that's exactly how oh, that's, I felt the whole time. And, uh...
0: That really did... There's some
1: it's it's disappointing. Big Slap and
0: sting because
1: the last Pixar movie I don't know when it came out. It, it was pretty recent, so they still have the magic in them. Inside but Out, Inside right? Out was great. Yeah, um, I like that. It, it was not a. It was not a like. It didn't feel much like a Pixar movie. I guess uh, just the way that it was made. The doesn't have that. Pixar's always like about like kind of another world, but this is that was more of like a you're just in a human child's brain and everything's like kind of metaphorical. But I don't know, it, it Inside Out was great because the plot was great because it was so well written and so well done. But um, yeah, it
0: felt like the same Pixar character.
1: It, the characters, spirit. the writing felt like like Pixar. It's just like I don't know. I, I, it, it, it 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 was good. I'll just leave it at that. So I know that they have the ability to make those good movies. And I wonder, because they try to come out with a movie, I think, every year. I think that's what they do, is, like, every year or every two years, maybe. Um, I wonder if they're yeah, on, like, I the... Mean,
0: it's working for them. I
1: wonder if they're on, like, the Call of Duty uh, cycle of development, where they've got, like, an A team, a B team, and a C team, and they cycle through them so that they, like, leapfrog, and they have six oh, yeah. years that's of development very or whatever. It's possible
0: but it it may not even be a matter of like the team quality because the guy who made Inside Out is the same guy who made Up. It it seems like that one guy.
1: Uh, Up was pretty good too. What are the
0: last two good movies that Pixar made? I
1: liked Up, but Inside Out uh wasn't it and like Toy Story Up? 3 were my last two favorite ones, I think. I don't know when Toy, oh, yeah, Story, Toy 3 Story 3 came, came
0: out. came out after Up, that's right. Okay. But okay, the last good ones were probably Up Toy Story three, and then you get shit.
1: Cars two,
0: Cars two, Brave. Oh, Brave um, was that Pixar? Yeah, I think it was. You yeah, forgot
1: about it. Didn't
0: you? Yeah, I mean, I didn't dislike it, but yeah, that's
1: a DreamWorks movie.
0: <laughs> it did nothing. Exactly, nothing uh, sticks with you after. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they need to. They're movies for kids, and they don't need to stick but- with me. But it's an easy, what that's what's cool way to about those Pixar movies that, is that they were good at that. Yeah.
1: They were so good at it. Like they there were movies for kids that were so incredibly good that they stuck with you. And I mean Disney in general has had those hits along the way. Like Lion King and all that stuff. Like they make something that, that is really, really magical and that sticks with you whether you're a kid or not. But especially if you're a kid, and now people still have, you know, good feelings about it when they're an adult. And no, there's no kid, you know, who's going to be dressing up as the braid girl, uh, the brave girl. I mean, uh, for Halloween this year, you know, that's nobody's going to remember that. That's true. And so, yeah, that is point. like
0: the ultimate gauge if something is really caught on. This with...
1: do people continue to to dress up for Halloween as those characters? I mean, that's what count. But, but count I didn't the number I'm of Frozen. brave
0: girls versus Elsa's this Halloween.
1: Yeah, but Frozen wasn't amazing either. For a kids movie,
0: but it stuck with kids. Mm-hmm. Like there are kids movies that don't offer much in the way of a, a broader appeal that resonate better yeah. with kids than some of these Pixar movies do. Yeah, and I would argue that Frozen—the like, uh, reason Frozen that it stuck with kids—I
1: think I think it was well written. I think that was the reason it stuck with people. I think people liked those characters, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, so but fine. I,
0: but Let It Go and the princess stuff. Go. There's no broader appeal to right. that, but. It it had a catchiness yeah. to kids that uh, Pixar movies haven't lately.
1: I don't know if Inside Out had that catchiness with kids. I think that was more of an adult movie, really.
0: I think we need to get a little kid on the podcast. Yeah, that uh, would
1: be a great idea.
0: Maybe we could both bring. I little do. Kids I would love to own. interview
1: a, a kid about about video games. I would love to see what kids.
0: It would probably I think just be that conversation but, um, went on. The longer that conversation went on, the worse you would feel about oh, yourself. Man. Like it would start to get embarrassing. Like you'd be asking these questions, like, "So, how do you like the latest Minecraft update?" And they'd say something like, "Well, I don't know, it's pretty good." But what kind of video games do you like to play? And then you tell them about your Vive virtual reality <laughs> <laughs> airplane. Simulator well, I spent twelve games. hours learning how to That's take off. boy. I'd rather fight a creepo.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. They can play Minecraft. <laughs>
0: The same. They should play Minecraft. Minecraft, Minecraft is the best cool. game ever it's made. Neat. You know, it's a neat thing. But do you think? Okay, what will the ultimate legacy of Minecraft be? I'm not talking. Um, wh- how will Minecraft end up? What will be the last update? When will people stop caring like, about? How will people I mean, remember like it? Pac-Man years from now, many many years from now. What will be? like what are the watershed moments in minecraft or what did it do can we what did a minecraft do? history uh not not actually just recapping it but i don't know what do you think people will think of minecraft 70 years from I now i mean
1: from a from a uh, scholarly perspective you could argue that like okay it it brought about an era of games centered around uh random generalization. Gen- random generation of the map in yeah. the world um, a crafting system, you know building stuff out of stuff you find in the world. we're still having games coming out constantly that that use those two concepts together uh and I'd say minecraft popularized that at least if not invented it and uh I think those are I think that's really the biggest thing is is the idea of an open world. You know, survival, crafting, that kind of stuff. That's that all came from Minecraft, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. I know. What you I'm did. sure someone did it, it before, come, but
1: but, but it, right. that definitely that's popularized what made it. it. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't think exactly. it did anything else well, so I don't think it should be remembered for anything else, especially not the fucking art style. Um, but
0: yeah, that's. It, it was just a basic, functional. He, there needed to be some graphics for the game, so he made some, some graphics. Yeah. And they were bad, and if for some reason it caught on. I always like,
1: thought that they would improve the graphics and like actually make like a decent really? looking game. I always, I
0: never thought they would ever improve that. that I was, was naive. The, the most iconic
1: part of it. I was naive. Maybe a little hopeful.
0: You foolish fool.
1: Yeah. But uh. You embarrassing. But it definitely changed the gaming industry. So it definitely, you know, it's not just For a. sure. It didn't just yeah. exist, as some games have.
0: Oh no, definitely not. And and just the the reach in re- like real life, kids and toys. Yeah. And... It's pretty crazy. That's like Mario level of our time.
1: Yeah, definitely. Maybe even bigger.
0: No, oh, by absolute numbers. Well, not by sure. Absolute
1: numbers. that's not fair, because of the inflation yeah, of the population. But, 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 but I'm not
0: saying that's the only thing you're gauging. I'm relatively too. It's I think it's even bigger than Mario. But the when you look impact. at the actual numbers too, it's pretty crazy. Yeah,
1: but like the cultural impact of like how many people. have how, what what percentage of of kids have played it or continue to play it, and how much do they play it, and how obsessed with it are they? And I don't think Mar- Mario was ever anywhere near that. Um, and I think, I think that's true. Yeah, I, I remember seeing Mario sixty four for the first time. I was thinking about this recently. Do you remember seeing Mario sixty four for the first time, or maybe you were too young at that point? Yeah,
0: I no, I remember. Um, um, I saw it at my cousin's house. I thought it was amazing, but yeah, I, I, it was I fucking mind blowing. He didn't let me play it yet. It was
1: mind but. blowing. I did. I don't. I think I played it for a little bit, but I'd never seen a three D world like that. Like it, it had never been done, really, and 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 one that's fun to kind of walk around in and stuff. And and yeah, that was incredible. And I think that is kind of what Minecraft was at the time for these kids, where yeah, there were games that were more impressive technically than Minecraft, but they weren't accessible to kids in the way that Minecraft was. And so yeah. Minecraft was kind of their first exposure with that kind of thing where it's like, holy shit, there's this entire world that I can go around and do anything in, and it's it blows their minds. Um, you just
0: go on the website, you click it, you run it on yeah. your, your mom's iMac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, That I think... That's that's the mind-blowing game of that there.
1: generation. I wonder what the next for sure, one will
0: be. For sure. I'll make it. Okay. Tomorrow. Go for in it. In Unity. What, what, what's I'll use some prefab store assets. Um, I'm thinking like an open world zombie science-based MMO. Okay. <laughs> and then there will be, be crafting and a politics system. Oh. That will have real-world commentary about a certain <laughs> president. Wait, are you saying like <laughs> the,
1: the zombies turn out to be all of us and our consumer culture, and
0: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> that's a great idea. Yes,
0: I know. Uh. So I've got what time is it? Nine eleven. It actually. Oh is 9/11. my god! Um, I've got a few hours to finish this up. I expect the servers to go live. Um. 12 a.m. Eastern. All right. So, Looking forward, to, look forward that to that zombie
1: open world survival game.
0: Did you ever see that? Um, there, This is years ago. But some random chick went on Reddit. Why you gotta be sexist
1: about it? What'd she do on Reddit?
0: Some random. Whoa. Went on Reddit.com gaming. And posted this shitty 3D like concept image of some polygonal malformed dragons and like wireframe models of dragons I think I just stuck over some like generic. And said it was going to be like this amazing
1: MMO that could do anything. They said and... it was
0: going to be a 100% science-based dragon <laughs> MMO about evolution. Right. And this was this was her first. This is her first uh, time ever programming something. Yeah. No, no education. Be, I
1: don't think or anything. Just no out no experience
0: go. in um, designing a game, programming a game, making art, music, <laughs> a- anything. <laughs> you know, there. Are... It's it's one thing. It's hard enough to make like a little working space invader game, or a, a little asteroid basic functional interactive computer program. But let's, you know, that's one challenge. Well, Why those games aren't for all the that moon? cool,
1: so you know, They're not make cool. the kind of game that you want to exist, I want which to make is the Dragon 2. MMO science-based evolution game. Minecraft 2.
0: <laughs> you know, shoot for the stars. Yeah. Uh, what was that poster that was in every elementary school classroom? Um... Shoot for the moon. Oh, Even if yeah, you sure. miss, you'll end up among the stars. Yeah. yeah. I guess so, everyone had that. If I wonder where she is. <laughs> I, I can't wait to play that game tomorrow. If, you, if you're into video games,
1: everyone at some point in their life has that moment where they want to create something far beyond their abilities. For yeah. me, it was I wanted to create a Counter-Strike map really badly. I was going to use Source Forge to create my house and it was just going to be a it was was going to be my house and it was going to be a, uh, a counter strike map oh. and i never even got started but it was i was c- convinced i was going to do I'm, it
0: i made i didn't like make the maps from scratch but i took existing back in ninth grade i was really into counter strike source jailbreak oh, i thought God. that was so fun i
1: never that yeah that never happened to me
0: that was i was so into that i rented a server oh wow and it was pretty active and we got all the different cool jailbreak maps cuz it was boring to play that same there was the one yeah. map the razor something with the white walls and the cage in the middle and um that was like the most common one so i wanted to try like all of them out and then we played through basically all the good ones and then i figured like okay we got to make our own map our own server map so then I went into Hammer, and I had like a friend at school who was better at Hammer, and he like showed me how to work it, and then I would like make these edits to the map, like, oh, I'm going to add a secret compartment here, and then this p- spot's going to teleport you up onto this little balcony that I created. There's a, a one-way wall that you can see through through here, and then, but if you get to this point and break the box, then there's a gun inside, but a grenade... All right very fun very fun to do that i don't think there's any point to picking it up now because the, nobody plays on custom maps like they used to in any games which is kind of sad well, i mean it's just no there games was a are golden age anymore really but uh it was really the valve golden yeah. age of that the valve first person shooters
1: absolutely um, i mean the gmod era was just full of shit like that
0: i hope they make another first person shooter
1: would cool. It would be cool if Valve came out with a, another first-person shooter on an updated engine.
0: It doesn't even have to be Half-Life 3. <laughs> even if they make like just another multiplayer... CSGO. Sh- it doesn't, doesn't even have to be a shooter. Another multiplayer game.
1: It would be nice Maybe, if they I, made game engines. I, 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 don't even have to make a game. Just release the engine to monitors or something. Um, yeah why not? yeah i, I sell the
0: engine, whatever, I, just put it out there. I definitely
1: miss, but I do say I will say like modi- mods have been replaced by just the marketplace of small games mm-hmm. in general, which in in some ways is better because you've got a much wider variety, like like you know mods were restricted to what kind of game they were being modded on, and now people are just building games from scratch, and it's the marketplace is flooded but the same way that the mods. But mods
0: would produce cool outcomes that almost were the same kind of kiln that Majora's Mask was in, where you take an existing engine and you it, can't change all that much, yeah, it was but really you can cool rearrange the parts in dramatic ways. Yeah. And what can you make with these limitations? And lots of people made really, really cool mods yeah. that they wouldn't have had the expertise or the resources to build from scratch. Mm-hmm. But now, it's not like, okay, I'm going to make this um, it was some weird Gmod uh, survival... Zombie Hunt. Whatever. Like a zombie hunt game... It used to be that you would make that in Gmod, like a little mod for a server. But now, it's like, I'm going to make Unity and I'm going to make a zombie game. Yeah. It's it's way more boring. Or, or even simpler it, concepts. And it's also quite like,
1: harder. Like yeah. The thing about the, the source mods was always, like, like for example, the zombies are just, like, the corpses found in Half-Life 2, and they're just, like, pasted over a, the, the yeah. human wireframe, and they're kind of stretched and distorted in a way that doesn't make any sense, but whatever.
0: They're, like, holding their gravity yeah. guns, like, and, that. And they're
1: swiping at you, and it's just making the knife sound from Counter-Strike, <laughs> and, and, yeah, it, that was kind of the fun of it, or that was part of the fun of it, was just all these assets that already exist being transferred over and and applied in a way that they weren't meant to and yeah you're right that magic has been lost for sure Uh, it's a shame it is it's all a
0: multiplayer in general is more controlled now
1: yeah definitely it's easier you know you can just jump right in more easily you don't have to like find the right server and all that shit like I, I remember spending a lot of time in server browsers back in the day trying to find the right server and then you'd find the server that was your server and you would always go on that server and everyone else yeah, that went on that server and you would get to know that them.
0: was that was a really good
1: feeling. a community aspect that doesn't exist now either at all but now you but now you get your group of friends online and you play with them instead i don't, I don't know it's all it's just changed I, I don't know if it's necessarily worse i don't like i don't want to get i, I don't like want to get blinded ways. by nostalgia. I like the
0: old ways is the best yeah, ways yeah <laughs> Halo 2 really
1: for everyone with matchmaking
0: Halo 2, great Well Is there any news? There may be Oh, you know what? I, I want to mention a game I played
1: You I said played, you only played Zelda I,
0: I lied Because when I was over my, my friends We played on his Xbox One Which... I don't know why he has one, but there's... This is probably on other systems, too. The You Don't Know Jack, like, box collection. Not the game itself. Like, we didn't play You Don't Know Jack at all. Yeah, but there's tons of other games that
1: they've made, yeah.
0: Right, okay, yeah. It's got to be on multi-platform. But we were playing on Xbox One, and it was called Drawful, I think. Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, those were really cool. To play with four people... That's that's a blast. It's so fun because it kind of pits you against each other, in that you're trying to put down what could this thing possibly look like—a convincing, entertaining answer that'll trick people into thinking that it's. And then, um, I don't know. That's that's one of those game. games that, that's game.
1: really really fun if you've, if you've got a group to... of people together. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Jack—I guess they call it the Jackbox or something.
0: Something like yeah, that. Yeah, but they've, they've got yeah, a bunch some, of different um, little
1: mini-games that are all kind of... They all have that same kind of style, but, like, a lot of them are drawing-based, but some are, like, trivia-based, and, and it, it, there's some really clever stuff that they've got. Um, I always enjoy... Like, I, they they kind of also... They do a really clever thing where they, like, cater to streamers, um, where you can... If you're a streamer, <laughs> you can set up, like, a lobby where all the viewers can join and play, right. even if they don't have the yeah. game.
0: Yeah. that was That was really cool, and... That was one of my favorite things about this, is that we weren't playing with controllers, we were playing with our phones. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking, and I saw, like, four to 100 players on one of the games, and I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody can just come in with their phones. Exactly. I don't know how long rounds would go on. Well, what it'll but... it do is it'll, like,
1: like, for most of them, like, if it's a trivia game or something, it'll have, like, eight people that are in the main trivia, like game itself, and they're actually being scored and all that stuff. And then the audience kind of has, they can keep along with their own score, and then it'll also tell you, like, the percentage of the audience who chose an answer. But then, like, the really fun ones, I think, are are the ones where, like, the audience will have to vote on things that'll affect the players. So, like, you can... Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, there was one that came out around Halloween that was, like, a horror one where it's, like, Saw, and you're going through, like, a Saw-like thing where it's a creepy voice telling you to do something, and if you get it wrong, then you get put up and, and and you either vote to like kill or save them and stuff like that and like that that stuff's really really fun and goofy um yeah it's a really clever idea i wish i think what kind of spawned that idea was probably that one versus 100 game for the xbox 360 did you ever play that one for
0: 100
1: one versus 100 it was an xbox live arcade game
0: I don't think I did. It was based off of a TV show. But it it sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, it was based off of a TV show. And um, the TV show was like, like, it's one person from the audience versus the rest of the audience. So one versus a hundred. And you're supposed to, I don't remember exactly how the rules were laid out or whatever, but basically you're competing against the audience in a trivia style, uh, like who wants to be a millionaire, like multiple choice thing and uh it, it, they 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 did this really smart thing where they they put it on the Xbox Live Arcade and i think it was i don't think you like joined the lobbies i think it was just one lobby all the time where it chooses oh, cool. one person to be the one out of like whoever <laughs> however many people are connected to it at the moment and and they compete in the same game style like game show style format and i think I might be making this up in retrospect, or maybe this was an idea that they were going to implement and then they never did or something. But I think that they were trying to do like live events where, I guess theoretically, I don't think they ever did this, but theoretically, you'd be able to have like a live commentator and stuff, like a host to the video game. Oh, wow. And I don't know why it hasn't been done. And I shouldn't be saying it on the podcast because it's an idea I've been thinking about for a couple of years now of like, like, someone should do this where you have like someone should do a live video game where. You like hire someone to be a host of your video game online, and actually make like this really cool game show style experience, and uh, and now it's going to be ruined because uh, you know so many game developers watch our podcast; they're going to steal my idea. Just it's, it's done.
0: But uh, vanished into thin air now.
1: Yeah, that's my that's my idea. That's my video game idea. That's what I'm going to make. I, I, that one. I don't think I can get that one done tonight. That one might take me like a week or so. Uh, but by the time I th- we're can on the we podcast next time, audience, we would have already had the event and everything. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Straw Poll audience, can we give him a week? Uh, I, I need a week. Can we agree No more that... than a week, but I need a week. Okay. I think we find that to be fair. But, uh, yeah,
1: next podcast we'll talk about whether it was a success or failure. But, but We can do a review. You know, over the weekend, probably, I'll have the first game show live event. So be looking forward to that and you're actually okay game.
0: we won't do a review because that probably won't be fair it'll be so flush with content that I'll do a review in progress
1: right a pre-review
0: reviews in progress i, I, I fucking hate i fucking hate <laughs> but you
1: got to you got to get your review out quick before I everyone else does them.
0: that it's the worst cuz it's them acknowledging that we cannot do a fair treatment of the game right after it comes well, out we'll see
1: mass effect Andromeda is just so
0: we'll just shit out uh, a half-baked jam set have you seen of random thoughts about the game have
1: you seen mass effect andromeda like right before we came I've on, seen we started letting people stream gameplay and stuff of that
0: i've seen a trail for the game
1: unbelievable that a high budget major game release can look this bad Ooh. So graphically, it looks great because it's on the Crisis engine. It's on the uh, what? It, not Crisis, but Crytek or whatever.
0: Crytek, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so graphically, it looks fantastic. The lighting system is awesome and everything. The facial animations are—I cannot dog shit. I cannot overstate how bad they are. It is unbelievable Ooh. that they look as bad as they do in 2017. Bad. I'm talking like that bad yeah i'm talking like decade old fucking game face animation like source i gotta see source engine later. faces look way better than this way
0: better certain source engine faces still look well better.
1: yeah but what i'm saying is like that was like a more than a decade ago now and and yeah. and this hasn't caught up to source it's that bad they're they're not smooth like the animations are like really like jerky and the Ooh. eyes will just, like, point off in random directions. Oh. And, like, the default oh. facial e- expression is what they use constantly. And, like, the, ma- the oh main character, like, you know how
0: you've got, like, the main... I'm picturing it Yeah, You know how, like, know.
1: Mass Effect has the main, like, male Shepard and female Shepard? You know? Yeah. And it's, like, the default face. They've got default mm-hmm. faces. And the male one looks fine. I mean, his facial expressions are so terrible, like all the other ones. The female one, just in a still shot, Looks awful. It, it looks like those, like it looks like you know those games that let you take a picture of your face with a webcam and paste it over. It looks like that. Oh, I'm serious. I'm I that I am not exaggerating. Is... It actually is that bad. It's awful. Gross. It's unbelievable sounding. how bad it is. <laughs> the lip syncing is off and just the writing is bad too. Because of course it is. Because it's Bioware. The animations in general, like. like Fuck, you got to look up, like, I, I think I posted some on my Twitter right before we came on, like, look up the gifts and stuff that, that people are sharing. It's astounding. Like, really, I, really...
0: I am kind of surprised to hear it's that I bad. I am too.
1: I didn't, I mean, I, I just don't understand how that can happen with such a major release. Is it worse than the other games? Is it worse? Well, it's more noticeable. Like, I guess the other games, like, the technology wasn't as good, maybe, so the facial... Technology probably wasn't as good, but the basicness of it looked okay. Like, like you go to an old game, and 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 the only animation you have is the mouth moving. But because of the rest of the game being also low graphics, it doesn't look bad in comparison, I guess. Okay. But in this one, because it's on the Crytek engine, you've got these well modeled characters and everything, and they're I can and their faces okay, I can are see just
0: how that could be an awkward awful, combination.
1: Terrible really bad but also i think it would look bad i mean it would still look bad it was with on an older game because the way that their faces move are unnatural in a way that it's beyond technological constraints like eyelids moving at different rates and 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 and, and like i said the eyeballs (laughs) like, like pointing in directions they shouldn't be and shit like that just like crazy stuff that's
0: unsettling it's
1: it's unbelievable it looks like a it looks like a totally unfinished game, but it's almost being released, so yeah. That's wow. Well, now I gotta see this. Yeah, look it up. I gotta see this. Oh for Frostbite, myself, I'm cause... sorry. It's an EA game, so it's Frostbite.
0: Fr- oh okay. Yeah. All right. Which
1: looks fantastic. Frostbite's a really good engine. Maybe not for facial expressions, I don't know.
0: I'm curious to see how they've fucked it up. It's um... unbelievable. I'm still kind of hoping the game's going to be good, but I've got so much to, so many new games to play now. In addition to the old games, I saw to play. I watched to...
1: probably an hour of it, and it.
0: First of all, I still got to finish The Witcher Three and yes. Last Guardian. I don't oh, need to Witcher start. 3. start.
1: Um, first of all, you need to. You need to. I, I'm still thinking about you playing Witcher Three, <laughs> but, but but first of all, what they did is they, they've, got the same style of characters like they've got the same cast it's just different names you know like it's kind of the same characters in a lot of ways or like they change them up a little bit but but every character yep. even this someone who's I only played like 10 hours of mass effect 1 and doesn't remember there's any the of the names girl. or anything but yeah there's the blue girl and there's the monster dude and all that stuff and like i'm looking at them saying like oh yeah that's the one that the, that's like this and that's the one that's like this and that's the one like this and it's just like and, and so I think it's going to be Does it feel like a soft bad. reboot? Yeah, and, and I think it's going to be especially bad for a fan of the series. Like, if you've played through all the games and you're really familiar with the characters, being introduced to all these characters that are, like, kind of, sort of like the ones that you're used to, but not those ones and probably poorly written. Um, boy, the only thing not that I can ones. say positively about it is, so far from what I've seen, I, I, I liked what I heard of the voice acting. I thought the voice acting was decent. But when the, writing but if the voices isn't, are coming out of the, skeletal yeah, voices are coming out of, and also skin the voices base. are attached. In some cases, the voices are attached to like, like there's there's one alien in particular that's a that's a female voice coming out of this kind of monstrous-looking alien, and it doesn't it doesn't match up right in my brain. But you know, that's the kind of thing you can get used to. I think maybe
0: you need to challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. your preconceived notions. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I am curious to see how much of a train wreck this is, but...
1: yeah, and I wouldn't hold out high hopes for it. It just seems like it just seems like they first of all, they've made another Mass Effect game that isn't all that different from the other Mass Effect games, which is super disappointing to me, where it's like okay you you've finished the trilogy and now you're making another game that looks exactly like the trilogy you just finished. The ship looks the same the 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 main citadel or whatever looks the same. the characters look the same. The plot looks the fucking same. The enemies look... It just... Uh, do something interesting. You're supposed to be in this foreign fucking galaxy, and so far it just doesn't...
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be a completely different yeah. galaxy. There was so much room yeah, to so change stuff. I, I just think Whatever. it's got
1: to be a super disappointment, especially for someone who's a fan of the series. So,
0: yeah, Yeah, I, I'm a fan of the series, but I kind of have let it... I let it go... Back in 2012. I
1: think everyone like, should have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but
0: This is. I, I have. There is nothing compelling me to play this game. All right. That's all I got. Thanks for watching, guys. Push Yourself Podcast, episode 104. You may notice that episode 103 is not on YouTube. I still have to upload the locally recorded yes, you do. version from last week. I it do. should be really easy. It and, should be like uh,
1: literally a button press on Twitch.
0: Uh, not really. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to upload the raw thing. I want to cut the. All right. I want you to be able to start it and
1: whatever you, whatever you want, whatever. It's your choice.
0: Whatever floats your boat. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. See you later.
1: Bye bye.